He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for another week upon us. Thank you for last week, oh God. And we ask now for your blessings, your favor, your anointing, your grace for this week upon us. This new week. New month of February starting in 2023. And I will make sure we give you the time and glory that you deserve. Give you time. To, uh, we have time in the word and time in you and with prayer. The glory you deserve, Lord, for all the things you've done for us. We thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. Lord, we thank you. It could be worse than it is right now. But we give you glory, Lord, for keeping us through it all. Through it all, we've learned to trust in Jesus. We've learned to trust in God, oh God, we love you. We thank you. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength from on high. Say a word to be a blessing for someone, Lord, in a short amount of time. But God, we do give you all the praise and the glory. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again with a few minutes with Pastor Mac um, upon us. Another week, the Lord is blessed. Uh, this week, uh, we'll be looking in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, uh, verse 1. I may dip down to at least 2 through 8, somewhere throughout uh, my little time here. But uh, I told you last time we gathered uh, to Ecclesiastes 3, uh, verse 1. Uh, next time we gather, uh, you can read ahead, Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, verse 10 right now is my key text, key verse, but um, again, read the entirety of chapter 2. Of course, chapter 1 and 3, I always tell you, read before and after chapters as well to gain understanding of content and context of the text. All right, uh, Ephesians 2 and 10 coming up today, Ecclesiastes 3, uh, 1 will claim our attention. I'll be reading the, uh, well, this week, I'll be reading the NIV version of this particular translation, but we'll have both as we're looking, always comparing, as they call parallel verses together. Um, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. There is a time for everything and a 
season for every activity under heaven. I'd like to tag this text for a brief time together. Uh, a brief time together. If not now, then when? If not now, then when? And this is our last Sunday with our monthly series, um, Faithful in Stewardship. Um, this goes with our time uh, with the series Faithful in Stewardship. Um, life can be uh, can become miserably predictable. The same old you wearing the same old clothes, driving the same old car, working the same old job, eating the same old food, returning to the same old house, sitting in the same old chair, watching the same old shows, and climbing into the same bed day in and day out. That frustrations with routine reflects Solomon's mood here in chapter 3 uh, through verses 1 through 8. He's not merely saying there's a time for everything. He's saying we're trapped. In other words, we're trapped between competing realities. We can experience the extremes of life, the highest joy and the deepest sorrow in the same week and even in the same day. And so much of what we chase after is here today and in a moment gone tomorrow. Yet for some reason in our humanness and to our discredit, we deem these passing things as what is of prior, primary, primary importance. Uh, through this book, the author makes a point the idea that without God, all these things we might pursue amount to nothing. Just like a pregnant woman uh, who is expecting a child, she gives nourishment uh, to the child and, and, and she gives sustenance and takes care of that child. She's concerned with the nourishment to the baby inside so that everything that is done on the outside affects the baby on the inside. The baby is growing and developing in the mother's womb and is not an end to itself, but it is pre preparation for something bigger. Those nine months of the prep time for the entire lifetime. And during this time, the mother is concerned about the diet and medical checkups. What she does in the short time, the nine months, will have much greater effect on time in the future. God doesn't put you here for a lifetime looking for an unhealthy believer. What he wants is a strong believer who has gone through the test of time and the highs and lows and used their time wisely for God, for the kingdom focus for the Lord. And we must be always um, prepared to do what God has told us to do, to be able to understand what he has for us uh, to do. Well, let's look at that. Look at that first. It's his time. Verse 1a, there is a time for everything. First, we must prioritize time with the Lord. Psalms 46, 10 says, be still and know that I am God. 
And if you look at the text, the context of verses one through eight, this list also shows us the need to take full advantage of the time God gives to us. And if you look at the text, says a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, time to uproot, time to kill, a time to heal. That killing is not premeditated murder as the Ten Commandment number six says don't do. It just says time to kill. Time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, time to dance, so on and so forth. He's given these things of which time, there is time to do. In verse number seven, eight, a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. We must make sure that we are taking advantage of the time that God has given us. God has created time in such a way that it cannot bring fulfillment. Hmm. Created it that we must seek God. He set it up so that it is not a fulfilling way in time except with the presence of God. Uh, and we got to realize that it's his time. That's why he wants to spend time with him. In the word of God, in preparation for uh, whatever we have to face, prayer with God, church and fellowship with our brothers and sisters uh, in the name of the Lord. All of that is for the Lord. That's why we got to prioritize time with the Lord. We spend time with a whole lot of other stuff. A lot of us got thumbitis. We thumbing on social media all the time. Our thumbs got cramps. We don't spend that time with the Lord. We got TV items. We watching every show under the blue moon. Even on my phones, device, whatever device you have, you 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 watching time. You got TV items. You got uh, app items. You got everything else that acclaim my attention. But spending time, prioritizing time with the Lord, it's His time. Somebody say it's His time that we need to be focused on the kingdom. And secondly, different. Seasons and facets of life. Verse 1b. After there's a time for everything and a season. I want to hang right there in the season. Times and seasons have already been foreordained by God. He already knows what he's going to put you through. He already knows where you're headed. That's the omniscience of God. <laughs> he knows. He could be everywhere. He's the omnipresence of God. He know he's already been where we're going. And he was there when we went back then, but he's knowing where we are going right now. Been foreordained. That's why he told uh, Old Testament, he said, I knew in your mama's womb uh, what you were going to do. <laughs> our prayer, sometimes we got to pray right. That's, we well, got to live our prayers sometimes don't match up with what the will of God is for our life. That's why I always say, let the will of God be glorified in our life. Let our will be his will. That's why when I pray, I don't pray for God, for someone to be here. Let God's will be done. God may have a different uh, order for what he wants done. Let his will be done. That's why he intentionally sometimes creates dissatisfaction in this life to purposely drive us to him. That's why I get a little, uh, 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 uh irritated or somewhat when people say, is, is your season, your season going to end now? You're going through something, but your season, folk can't tell you when your season going to be over. 
Folk can't deliberate for you what time God has measured for you to be done with you. You got to go through what God got for you. That's why he intentionally creates dissatisfaction. Everything don't go your way. <laughs> yeah, some of us get too, too lazy. That's why some of us lazy now. You know, got two, two more pennies to rub together and we don't got a little big headed. We don't forgot what we used to have. We don't forgot who gave it to us. We don't got for, we don't forgot where we come from. God creates dissatisfaction. Everything ain't meant for you to, to be a part of. You, you can't be, I'm sorry for some folk. You, you just can't do everything. You can't be everything. You can't be everything to everybody. You can't be everywhere. You can't, you can't do that. You, 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 God wants you to be with him. God wants you to be together. He, he put it all together so you would seek him. That's the driving point of our life. Uh, 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 if not now, then when? When will you give your time to God? <laughs> when will you spend time in the word? When will you build up your prayer life? If not now, then when? And God has it set up so where you get to win and the now quicker. <laughs> Some of y'all just being hard-headed. We, we want to live that hard-headed life, do what we want to do, try to change what God, but you can't change what God has made. So we got to quit stopping, stop, we got to quit, stop fighting the routine because God already has it worked out for our good and his glory. Just go through it. Tell your neighbor or somebody close to you, just go through it. Because you don't have a chance without God. You don't have a chance to make it without God. In these seasons, there's a time for everything in the season. For you to get everything right with the Lord. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I don't know another way to live, but to live with the Lord. I don't know any other way to go through this life than with the Lord. For he has done such great things for us. And he's made ways out of no ways. He's opened doors that no one else can close. So lastly, number three, relentless monotony of life. Look at verse one again. C, for every activity under the heaven. Oh, my brothers and sisters, the enemy tricks us with the lies that your life is boring. Because the monotony of life is monotony in his own definition is a lack of variety and interest, tedious repetition and routine. And the enemy was trying to trick your mind telling you you can become resigned to the monotony of life. <laughs> but Solomon encourages the responsible enjoyment of the life God has granted by saying uh, our activities should be focused on the kingdom. Because when we become a child of the God, when we become a child of the king, we should be kingdom-minded and kingdom-focused. 
When we become a, a child of the king, our attention should cease from being on the earthly things. But we should turn our attentions to more of eternal life. So I ask now again, if not now, then when will you give more energy to the Christian kingdom? If not now, then when will you start giving more time to the Lord? Because he's been so good. And he's been so kind. When will you decide now that you need to give him more? Because he's given us more. He's worked it out for us. Because on a one Friday night, they marched him up Calvary's hill, placed a crown of thorns on his head, nailed him to an old rugged cross, and he died. Yes, he died. He died till the earth shook like a drunk man. He died till the moon dripped away in blood. He died till the soldiers said, Surely, surely, hey, surely. This must be the Son of God, and that's why I can give my time to all he's done. I can give my time to him. He owns my time. He makes time go. He works it out for me when I give him my time and all the glory, glory. For all he's done, glory, yes, for what we've gone through, you can keep on going, keep on moving, keep on working for the Lord, I'm not what I want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be, won't he do it? Say yes, say yes, say yes, give him praise. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team, I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him 
to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac. Uh, I made it.